This is Rhema for Today Radio. So you go along and tell some church people about the healing power of God. They don't know a thing about it. Never heard about it. If they read the Bible, they just simply read over it with glasses on, colored with tradition. And they said, dear Lord, those folks have gone off their rocker. Now, you know that don't exist because if it did, we'd have it. Bless their darling hearts and stupid heads. Never took time to get into the book to find out what was in there. Just imagine it's this way. And besides that, if it was in existence, we would have it and it would be in operation because we're saved and we're born of the Spirit and miss it. I said, and miss it, and miss it. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're continuing with Kenneth E. Hagan's series, The Healing Anointing from Volume 2. We know you're learning, and we want to help you gain as much knowledge as you need about the healing power of God and your right to be healed. Later in the program, I'll return to give you details about this month's special radio and podcast offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan. But then, you see, in that same house, it was a, you know, we just had a wood stove that you heat the thing by. You know, you heat a, you, 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 you heat the living room. Bedroom's cold. You don't have any heating at all. We just got one bedroom. All four of us slept in the same room. And in the kitchen, you see, you got a cook stove, an old kerosene cook stove. Did you ever have seen one of them, you know? And then this is during the war, World War II, you know, 1943. So you can't buy parts for the thing. And, you know, it's smelling, all your food smells like kerosene or coal oil, you know. Everything you cook, you know. So I said, uh, you know, I believe I'll just, 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 uh, uh, you know, put uh, gas in here. After all, from the other house that I had come from, other parsonage, I had gas. And I, we had open heaters, you know, in the room and a gas cook stove. I had them, but I can't use them there. and nothing to hook them up to. So I saw the gas company, but the war is on, and they can't get pipe to pipe gas up to your property. And you can't get pipe without a priority to pipe gas in, because they just bring it up to the edge of the property, and then you've got to dig the ditch and pipe the gas on into your house. See? But you can't get that. It's, there's a priority. You've got to fill out a whole thing, you know about where you came from, who your grandma was, and your great-grandma, and your grandpa, and your, you know, and your cousin, your uncle, and your aunt, how old you are, and how long you expect to live, and how much you weigh, and how colored your eyes are, and, you know, three or four pages, find out everything you can about you. And then, what did you heat with last year? Well, I can't say what I heated with where I come from. We've got to say, what did the heat here? You know, do they have stoves here? Well, they've got stoves. They heated with wood and kerosene, and they got the stoves. So you can't qualify. No, you can't get it. So you can't get it. But I happened to be walking down the street by a plumbing shop, and I saw all this pipe that's unloaded just right out on the sidewalk. I stopped and asked the plumber about it. Yeah, he said, I found that in Fort Worth, and I got it without a priority, and you just have to, if you want, you have to take what I've got. And the gas man said, you know, I found some pipe out behind a substation. The weeds had grown up. I didn't even know we had it. I can pipe that gas right up there, you know, without any kind of permit at all, right up to the edge of your property. So I bought this other pipe from the plumber, and I got a young man to church to help me, and we just dug the ditch, he and I. 
hooked right onto that line seat, came right down the side of our property, then right into the parking. Those three rooms just sat right on a, you know, one right after the other straight, you know. We built onto it then and, uh, and piped the thing. We got gas in every room. Glory to God and a stove in every room. Well, we knew it couldn't get any better than that. I mean, we've arrived. You can go all through the house and not get cold when it gets... When it's <laughs> How come me to get off on that? Does anybody know? Well, here's what I'm saying. When you don't know that things exist, you just don't know about them. See? That don't mean they don't exist just because you don't know. So men didn't know that electricity existed. But it did. Men didn't know that electricity would heat their homes and cool their homes and light their homes. But it would. Are you listening? And if somebody had told some of them, you just imagine somebody going, you know, to some caveman and cavewoman. They boy, you ought, to, you ought to wire this for electricity. What's that? Oh, yeah. You know, it'll flow through wires and, and wires. What's that? And then you go on after you told him all about it, and he says to you, well, that fellow ought to be in asylum. Why, well, you know they don't anything like that exist. So you go along and tell some church people about the healing power of God. They don't know a thing about it. Never heard about it. If they read the Bible, they just simply read over it with glasses on, colored with tradition. And they said, dear Lord, those folks have gone off their rocker. Now, you know that don't exist because if it did, we'd have it. Bless their darling hearts and stupid heads. Never took time to get into the book to find out what was in there. Just imagine it's this way. And besides that, if it was in existence, we would have it and it would be in operation because we're saved and we're born of the Spirit. And miss it. I said, and miss it. And miss it. And so men discovered the laws, the rules, the laws that govern the operation of electricity. And when they knew and discovered the laws, the rules, then they could put it to work. It couldn't do it till then, even though they knew it existed. So man has known in many areas that uh, the healing power of God and that the power of God's in existence they come in contact with it. But they didn't understand how to put it to work. Like I said in another class, I was reading in one of our magazines, secular magazines, written actually, uh, the fellow that wrote it, wrote it in conjunction, coordination with three doctors. These men were scientists. And actually, it ran over several weeks, you know, a weekly publication, and it was continued, Article 1, 2, 3, parts. And these scientists, doctors who are continually experimenting in universities and so on and so forth, they said, we have uh, run through the laboratory 
all of the old Indian remedies that we could ever get from anybody. In fact, they'd gone out among Indians on different reservations and picked them up all they could. Ran them through the laboratory. We, being men of science, didn't think any of them would work, but we found nearly all of them did. We found out why. We found out why they worked. Because certain weeds and certain different roots and different things that the Indians used for cures in different areas, when we put them through the laboratory, found that they had some of the very medicines in them that we're using. We didn't even know it. Then we took all of the old wives' cures, fables, so to speak. Anybody, you know, the old timers, you know. Why did that work? See, just like in recent history, recent time, I read in the paper just some time ago, they said, we don't know why, medical science said, scientists said, we don't know why, but we found out Grandma was right. If you've got a cold, eat chicken soup. See, they've never found a cure for the common cold. But they said, we don't know what it is, we can't find out what it is, but chicken soup is one of the greatest aids and helps in fighting the common cold that we know anything about. Grandma knew that. That's the first thing Grandma gave you when you got sick with the cold, was chicken soup. So, they, they said, uh, we run a lot of these old wives and old folks, old folklore remedies through the laboratory, and to our utter astonishment, we found out the majority of them worked on the very thing they said it would work on. Now, I was interested in this, in that they said, these men of science, now doctors, they said, uh, you see, we're in the healing business. And we haven't got a right to hold, withhold any kind of healing from the people. If it's old Indian remedies, fine. If it's old wives and old folklore remedies, fine. Said we've even found out that divine healing works. That's what they call it, divine healing. We've even found out, proven, proven that it works. Now they said, here these doctors said, if we knew, now you can't run divine healing through the laboratory and find out what makes it work. See, they could the remedies. What ingredients is in it? There has to be something in there that fights this fever or fights that disease. We found out what it was. But you can't run divine healing through the laboratory. But we've got the proof, these doctors said. We have the proof, scientific facts. We, we've got it all down in writing. Here's a man in the hospital. We, medical science has done all they can do for him. He's dying with terminal cancer. They put it this way. Said a man of the cloth came in and anointed him with oil and laid hands on him in three days he's well. Then they cited a number of other cases that they documented. They said divine healing works. These scientists, these doctors from one of the leading universities of America said, if we knew how to make it work, we'd take divine healing to the people because we're in the healing business. We shouldn't withhold any kind of healing from the people. And if we knew how to make it work, we know it works, but we don't know what makes it work or how it works. If we knew, we as doctors would take divine healing to the people. 
I thought as I read that. I believe I'll write him and tell him. I'll come up there and tell you and show you just how it works. I know exactly how it works. I know exactly what makes it work. Amen. No, you can't look at it to, to uh, uh, you know, you can't look at it, you know, run it through the laboratory, look at it through all the microscopes and so on and so forth and find out something. But blessed be God, you can look at the Word of God and find out what makes it work. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about a special offer called Health Food Devotions. On October 1st, 1979, Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan began prayer and healing school on the campus of Rama Bible Training College in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Health Food is a compilation of his teachings on healing during that first year. This devotional will surely strengthen your faith regarding healing. The book, Health Food Devotions, has been discounted for you, our radio and podcast listeners. So to order your copy for only $12.75, please call us toll-free at 1-888-FAITH-99. Once again, that number is 1-888-FAITH-99, and we'll get that right out to you. If you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma. 74150. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. We always love to hear from our listeners, and there are resources to help you with marriage, children, work, finances, and so much more. So write in or call us and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Be with us in a church service. That's right. Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and Sunday evening at 7 p.m. And we're also in Oklahoma City. Yes. At uh, 8921 Northwest Expressway. Yeah, that's it. That's right. On Sunday night, 6 o'clock. Come and experience Sunday morning on Sunday night. That's Have the right. weekend free and then come on Sunday evening. And, yes. And, and, and enjoy an experience. Well, we that's better right. get out of here. Hey, we'll see you next time. Next week, you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan's The Healing Anointing Series, Volume 2. That's Monday, here on Rama for Today, with Ken and Lynette Hagan.